Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody, it's Miriam Bailey with The Hip Senior, and today I wanted to bring to you on our podcast somebody within the Dayton, Ohio community who helps feed cats that are in their own communities within our community. They're called cat colonies and they're always going to be around a lot of places of trap, neuter and release with them and stuff like that. But it's important that people know about this. And this is my little bit of fundraising. You guys know that I don't do this very often, but I am hoping that you guys will hear Chris's story, why they started this project and hopefully be able to reach out to them and help them. If it's not with monetary, it's maybe with a volunteer position or with connecting them to businesses in the area that can help them as well. So if you're in those realms at all, please reach out to Chris. But in the meantime, I want you to hear her story, what they're about and why they do this. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome to the Hip Senior Podcast, hosted by Marianne Bailey. Each week, we sit down with seniors age 55 and up to share stories that will inspire you to live your life to the fullest, plus information on the latest services that will allow you to make your golden years into platinum years. So grab your cup of joe, sit back, and get inspired. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Marianne Bailey with the Hip Senior Podcast. I hope everybody is having a wonderful fall, autumn day. It's gorgeous here in Dayton, Ohio. And uh, today we are speaking with Chris Banks. She is the founder of the Dayton Cat Community Project. Is that right, Chris? Very, very close. Uh, Dayton Community Cat Project, but I say it 20 times a so. Yeah, I always get it backwards, don't I? <laughs> All Dayton good. Dayton Cat Project. <laughs> All good. Welcome to the podcast, Chris. Thank you very much. This is my first one of these, so I'm honored. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're absolutely thrilled to have you on it. Um, And I asked Chris to be on because I know that having pets and senior citizens are so integrated that pets uh, help people with blood pressure. They help with depression. They help with loneliness. Um, There's so many reasons that seniors um, should, if they don't have a pet. Um, And sometimes that pet, you know, they can be different animals, right? They could be cats, they could be dogs, they could be an iguana, whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat is is what what pets should have, um, seniors should have. I know sometimes um, seniors maybe even can't have cats because they get under their feet if they have a hard time walking and stuff like that. But I do know a lot of seniors in that scenario that still love cats. They're, that's their favorite go-to animal. And I know my daughter volunteers with you um, yes. in this project. And so when I heard what you were doing, I wanted to be part of it somehow. And so helping promote you um, is, is my go-to thing with that. So I'm glad that you're Thank here you. and um, that you've started this project because- um, Thank you. Like I said, it's just so important um, for seniors in one way or another. So, um, Chris, tell us a little bit about you. How how did you even get towards, you know, what is the Dayton 
community cat project. Is that right? right? Did I get it? You got it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, so tell us what that is and, and, and how you even got to the point of, of starting this. What, what your why? Sure. So um, the Dane Community Cat Project right now is an organization wherein we are providing food to 35 caregivers in the Dayton region who are helping to feed an approximate uh, 427 cats that are on the street. And that is just a um, drop in the bucket of the number of cats that are living on the street in our region. How many, how many was that again? 427. Okay. Um, of these 35 caregivers. So caregivers are feeding anywhere between, I think our smallest colonies four and then up to something like 23. So, okay. um, and this all sprouted from uh, having worked with the Humane Society of Greater Dayton's Trap Through the Return program. Week in and week out, we would go and humanely trap cats, bring them back to their um, locations where their caregivers feed and care for them. And every single week, people would ask if we had food. And just realizing that this was an unmet need, um, we, myself, uh, Victoria Bailey, Bob Powell, Keith McAllen, and Sonrisa Anderson, we launched this uh, December of last year. And um, it's been great. It's been a lot of work, but it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so that's where we're at. So this project is, is it just geared towards um, feeding the cat colonies? Or can people call you like, I have a cat, I've lost my job, I don't know how I'm gonna feed my cat, can you help me? What, where, what are the limits in this? Um, that's, that is a very good question. And that is um, a question that we're often grappling with and trying to figure out the parameters of service. So um, right now we're even having to reconfigure what it is that we're able to provide to people based upon our budget. So we've done some restructuring of our budget. Um, I'm delivering food after I leave here to two different people that I just met today when I was delivering cat shelters. They're not in our system, but someone's asking me for food, so they're gonna get food. <laughs> um, and then what I will do with them additionally is bring them a caregiver form, give them a business card, have them fill out the form, they can even mail it in, they can fill it out online. And at this time, they will be on our wait list. So we've had, uh, um, um, total of five people on our wait list. We're now down to three. So we've been able to take two of those people off and put them on. Um, so in situational things like that, where someone's lost their job, we can offer like a temporary care package. Yeah, so. Okay. Sorry if that didn't answer your question. No, it did. It did. So who, Let's talk about logistics a little bit as far as like funding and stuff. Are you government funded at all? Are you privately funded? Is it donation based? Is it all the above? How, what drives you guys as far as monetarily with that? Excellent question. Um, we do not receive any government funding. Um, we are purely donation based. So in the first year from, um, uh, I believe it was October 1st to September 30th, our first budget year, we received just shy of $10,000. And that was um, either, you know, donations that people made to us, um, money-wise, food donations or items such as heated water bowls, winter shelters, um, items that we're able to raffle off. But um, yeah, we, we don't receive any other funding other than from the generosity of people's hearts. Okay. Do any of the, so none of the, like the pet food companies in the area, like IMS or anything like that, none of them donate right now? 
we have not tapped into that and that's something that you know we, we need to begin to to research and find out you know is there are there any organizations that can help us out i know recently um we did contact one of the big box stores um and i i heard that possibly unopened or open bags of food or damaged bags of food maybe we could get them but i think um uh it, it might be a, a little more convoluted of a process that it would be beneficial, if that makes sense. So I don't know how many bags of food come in damaged to a big box store, that the logistics of it may not work out, but that doesn't mean that um, we're fine. <laughs> Speaking of cats. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, we found her on the street when I was working at the Humane Society. So yeah, she's a tough girl. She had um, chronic ear infections in both ears. Um, that's all straightened out. She had about eight teeth at the time. Now she's got about three, uh, got a nice dental in there, but, but yeah, she's a lucky girl. So, okay. She's beautiful. Yes. Thank beautiful. you. So, okay. So basically, so I guess like if anybody out in the community has any of those kind of questions that can help you out with like that, you'd be open to having a conversation with them, right? That would be amazing. Okay. So guys, if you know anybody in the community, you know, we we're, Dayton's bigger than Dayton's bigger than Dayton is, is, is what I like to say. We have a lot of connections in the area. We have, uh, Imes was here, you know, we have people that have worked with a lot of corporations, um, a lot of people in and out that have family, like within the air force here and stuff like that. So if you know somebody, even if it's not you, but you know, someone that, um, is, has contacts with any of these, uh, food companies in the area, um, and they're out there. Uh, we even have a distributor just north of, of town up towards Toledo area. Um, and the reason I know this is because I used to have a pet food business, right? We used to help uh, feed the Dayton area. And, um, and so I know there, that there's a lot of connections out there. So if, um, if you know those connections, uh, definitely reach out um, and, and help make this um, bigger and better than anybody ever could have dreamt that it could have ever been. I'd love to see like in a year from now, it just explode and people would be like, oh my gosh, what happened? Oh, that would be, that would be amazing. Thank you, Marianne. Yeah, that would. Okay. So what people don't understand though, is let's, let's talk a little bit about, about the cats themselves. Okay. Um, you know, when, when people think of like stray cats, they think of, you know, annoyances, you know, they're in the, the kids litter, uh, sandboxes and, and they're bugging their cats at their windows and stuff like that. And, and all those things can be true, but at the same time, why is it important that we take care of the, the cat colonies in, in Dayton? Um, well, one, it's, I, I think it's just human nature to, to care for animals. You know, I, I think that the vast majority of people on the planet, I'm to assume care about animals. I think that's kind of hard to shut that off. Yeah. Um, but secondly, I think it's it's not just gonna it's not a problem that's just gonna go away. And it's you know it, it takes proactiveness and the the number one tool that can be used in helping out the overpopulation crisis in Dayton is track to return. And there are a couple of different organizations here you know that are amazing that do do track to return. Um, but you know in the meantime, you know oftentimes these cats that are on the street are in areas that are underserved and. Um, you know, sometimes dipping into a cat's grocery bill is dipping into that person's grocery bill. So, um, you know, that's why we're here to, to help lessen the load of these caregivers that day in and day out are feeding these guys rain, snow, shine multiple times a day. And I figure we can help out with some food. Um, so to answer your question, I think that it's, it's just, I think goes with the, 
against one's nature to not want to care for animals. And so how is it that we can do that? And this is the route by which we're wanting to do it. Okay. What, um, so trap, neuter, and release. So my understanding is that you go out, you capture cats from a colony that aren't neutered or, or spayed. Um, they, and you used to do this for the Dayton Humane Society, right? So yes. they take them back, they, they fix them up, you know, they neuter them and, and spay them. Um, let them heal for a little bit, put them back in the community where they came from, correct? You, you nailed it. That's because I have Victoria to teach me these things. <laughs> <laughs> she was a wonderful volunteer to work with. Yes. So why, so is, is it important to take them back because that's their family, that's their community, and that's where they, they are going to relate to best? Um, I think that, you know, uh, for the, for the most part, yes, uh, you know, and there, there can be some, you know, different opinions on this, you know, there, there are some kitties that, you know, either have been abandoned or um, have been lost, you know, ideally, we don't want to re-abandon those cats. Um, well, I'm not doing trap native return, but, you know, for, for organizations that are, you know, you ideally don't want to re-abandon the cat, but I understand, you know, there's, you know, an overpopulation crisis for a reason, and there's only so many homes that cats can go into, um, but some cats, they don't want to be in a home. They simply, you know, they're, they are, uh, as my grandmother would put it, they're little savages. Um, so they're, they're meant to be on the street. They're happy on the street. They, they don't want to be in someone's home. Um, if, if I had $5 billion, every cat that was on the street that was sweet, I would, you know, want to find a home for and have a sanctuary to you know, keep them there until they found a home. Because I do think that there are kitties that are on, I know that there's cats that are on the street that um, we call it too sweet for the street. And I wish we could get all of those into homes. But the silver lining of all of it is that the caregivers who, who care for these cats so deeply love them. They, they all have names. They, you know, they, you know, they know their personalities. They know their habits. They're deeply invested in these cats. So that helps me to sleep at night knowing that they're so loved and cared for. Yeah. And, and that's something that, you know, as a society, we do need to be aware of because um, a lot of seniors out there um, will feed their cats and their pets and even the outdoor ones before feeding themselves or for before buying their medicine. And so if um, as a community, we need to be aware, we need to be having these conversations with the seniors uh, to make sure what their needs are. A lot of them are shy about asking for help um, or for admitting that they need help. That's human nature. We don't like to admit that we, um, that we need help. I know that I've been guilty of that many times in the past. Um, but yeah, so we all, we all get that. So if you know a senior that is uh, feeding cats outside, if they're, um, you know, ask them, you know, hey, you know, can you use some help with this? How, you know, what, what, what funds are you using to do this? You know, a lot of seniors don't like talking about money, but sometimes we have to just be brave enough to ask them about that and, and make sure that they're getting their medicine and the stuff that they need, because they will go without an order for animals. And, you know, being an animal lover myself, I, I totally get it. But at the same time, we need to make sure that they're okay as well. Um, and then the other seniors out there that, that do have the funds, consider making um, a donation. It's coming up at the end of the year. Um, you guys are 501c3, correct? Yes. 
Yes. So, so it's a tax write-off if you donate. Um, uh, donate um, if you want to have a, a continuing contribution. Is there a way that they can donate? You know, every single month. Absolutely. Um, if you go to our website, DaytonCCP.org, as in Dayton Community Cat Project.org, um, if you go to the link How to Help, there is our PayPal link that you can you know, do a one-time donation, you can do a monthly donation, and there's also options to buy, um, purchase food directly from either Chewy or Amazon, which can be shipped to my home, and then we disperse that to our caregivers. Okay, that's perfect. Um, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I would love to see guys, you know, if you're in the Dayton area, I mean, I understand if you're in Colorado and, um, maybe, maybe you were from here at one point or you have family here and you just really love what Chris is doing by all means, but everybody in Dayton, like I said, you know, if you're a pet lover, this is definitely worthy of, of your, um, any extra dollars that you have a month to be able to help out. And Thank if you. you can't help out, then by all means, help spread the word, tell people, get on the social media. You guys have a Facebook page yes. uh, and they can get your Facebook page from your website. Yes. Yes. Okay. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. Yep. So DaytonCCP.org, go to the uh, website, hop on their social media, reshare their posts from social media every little bit. If you can't help financially, help spread the word. That's, that's how the world is these days, right? We're just getting everybody to help spread the word one way or another. Thank you so much. So, um, yeah. So again, check with your seniors, make sure that they're okay. Make sure that they're not spending their medicine money. Um, cause that is expensive, um, on cats and, and help maybe help them up with Chris, if they need some help or they're feeding a cat colony and see what they can do. But definitely, um, like I said, it's the end of the year, December is going to be here, uh, in a blink. Um, so if you've got a few extra dollars that you can spare and donate, uh, before the end of the year for a tax write-off, uh, that would definitely be a great way to go with that. Um, and then possibly set up, uh, recurring payments to, um, to the organization to help them out year round. So Chris, Thank you very much, so much. guys do such amazing work. I am so happy that you are doing this. Thank you for helping, uh, people in our community. Thank you for helping the animals and, and the cats in our community, um, I know where this comes from in y'all's hearts. I know where Victoria's heart is. I don't know the other volunteers, but you know, I, I hear from Victoria, the different things that go on within the organization. And I absolutely, my heart is with you guys. It's, it's an amazing thing that you're doing and wow. uh, Dayton should be grateful to have you part of it. Thank you. My goodness. Big so. You're gonna make me cry. No. I know. And I've got something in my eye and I'm debating whether I want to cry or whether I just want to rub my eye and get whatever it is out of it. So, <laughs> all right, Chris, again, dcp.org. So I will put that in uh, the comment section and uh, along with this, um, everybody go check them out. Um, and everybody have a wonderful, happy Thanksgiving. This will be the last podcast before Thanksgiving. So have, enjoy your family. If you're with them this year, um, just enjoy yourselves. And it's been a long couple of years that we've all been involved in all over the world. So we wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving. Um, enjoy your family, enjoy your pets. Chris, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Marianne. And thank you to everybody that's listening. And um, I, this has just been such a joy. Thank you for letting me share. Well, we're honored to have you with us. So we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Chris. Okay. Thank right. you. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the Hip Senior Podcast. Remember to subscribe or you'll miss out on more inspirational stories that will make your golden years into platinum years. If you'd like to learn more about the senior services provided today, please visit us online at www.thehipsenior.com.